What were your first thoughts about the wedding planning process? I didn't plan anything. (laughs) (laughs) What were your first thoughts, though? Okay, so um, I guess I've never actually really thought about what really went into a wedding. So my initial thoughts about us getting married was um, very up in the air, I guess, because I didn't have an expectation as to what we needed to do. Oh, I was the opposite. So all the females who got married before would talk about how much was involved in planning a wedding. And so my first thoughts about it was that it was very overwhelming. A lot of things to do, costs a lot of money, everything is like triple the price or even more. Yeah, those are my first thoughts. Oh, yes, I actually did initially think that (laughs) um, when you're actually getting a photographer, you never mention a wedding. You say, I have a party. That's true. At a night and a party in the morning. And the moment you throw the word wedding into it, the price just triples. Yeah, Yeah. at least, at least. (laughs) Welcome to the Slow Down Time podcast. I'm Van Anne, a second generation Vietnamese Australian on my journey away from being the busy and stressed out primary school teacher into a slower, more present version of myself. This podcast is here to help you rediscover what it is you want and to begin letting go of cultural pressure to rush through life. Yes, you'll question your identity, your life decisions, and begin trusting yourself to fully live with intention. I'm so excited to be your host and to walk you through this journey. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I've got a super special guest. This is Raymond, my husband. (laughs) Hi, everyone. My name is Raymond. Okay, I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) I'm Van Ann's husband. (laughs) (laughs) And he's making his first appearance on the podcast. And if you followed me before, you might know or might have seen him on my stories, although he probably doesn't even know that, (laughs) on my stories or on my posts. But now it's his first official welcome to my online space. Welcome. Well, thank you, Van Ann. I just uh, never put myself up on the stage. And for the people who actually know me, you will notice that I don't actually post up anything online. So in a couple of weeks' time, then I guess you guys will be the first to actually see this before me. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't watch any of my content. Unfortunately. It's boring. <laughs> no support. No support at all. <laughs> well, right now we are sitting in a different space to where I normally record podcasts, but we have a fold-out table. We um, have the laptop on a higher stool. (laughs) So this is kind of like our makeshift recording studio today. So introduce yourself, maybe your cultural background, the languages you speak, your work, simple things like that. I'm a Vietnamese and Chinese uh, background. Uh, Both my parents are half. Vietnamese and Chinese. My parents actually immigrated from Vietnam to Australia, and I am actually the youngest child. So Van An's the oldest. I'm the youngest. Uh, culturally, I guess I'm not well too well in tune with it. Uh, I, I would normally follow what my parents would tell me in regards to our culture. And what I do is I'm an engineer. 
and I work with Sydney Airport mainly. Uh, there's actually quite a few airports and other logistics companies that I deal with as well, looking at the conveyor industry. Why does it sound like you're doing an interview? <laughs> because this is an interview. <laughs> <laughs> He's not used to being on camera or talking with a microphone in front of his face. So, well, neither am I, but I've had a bit more experience. <laughs> yes, a little, just just a bit more than I, I have. Yeah. So today we're chatting about how we didn't follow all of the expectations for a typical wedding, especially a, an Asian wedding, and all the things that we might have changed up or completely disregarded that weren't important to us or we didn't make it a part of our wedding day. One of the things that I thought about was when we first got engaged, which was like April 2021. Yes. Yeah. April 2021, and we didn't actually start planning until the end of that year. November, December. Yeah. So that was probably at least half a year later. And we were just (laughs) overhyped. We're engaged. (laughs) I think we were just enjoying the the time to ourselves, Mm -hmm. but we were kind of overwhelmed with planning as well. We didn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because there was just way too much. <laughs> and I think it was all about having that initial start, that that urge. Once you start it, everything just starts rolling, just like any assignment or, yeah. <laughs> Once you start, you last yeah. minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I was just overwhelmed and it was a really daunting process to have to go through spending like a lot of money. Well, depending on how much you choose to spend and a lot could be very subjective. But overall, the whole process was pretty smooth. And I think it's because we didn't follow through exactly everything that people normally do in a wedding. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yes. There's plenty of other things that our parents would have loved us to do, but we we didn't do any of it. So we actually had our own image and... Uh, our own vision yes our own vision and I believe since we were a little bit older we knew exactly what we wanted and when I mean a bit old I don't mean like we're 65 or anything Um, I know someone is we're we're Asian here (laughs) Uh, so we got the young genes and we always look like we're 18 years old but yeah we're not (laughs) 12 (laughs) so with this episode we just want to provide some alternative options for things that you could do with a wedding and how you could spend your money on things that are more important, not on the fluff, basically. Because it's just so easy for us to blindly follow what our parents want or follow what society makes out to be as normal. So we just followed what we thought fit our relationship best and how we wanted to experience that with our loved ones yeah i felt like it was a little bit more yeah towards that what felt right as well mm-hmm. like yeah if it feels right do it uh if it doesn't maybe see if you can tweak something there mm. yeah. yeah and with this i've just kind of jotted down notes raymond has no idea mm-hmm. i just kind of sprung <laughs> this on him this morning when he woke up <laughs> yeah i was like hey i have a really good idea what do you think about doing a podcast episode with me and his first reaction was like, what? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, I've never done one before. Yeah. yeah. So this podcast episode is the first and maybe last. Who knows? 
or first yeah. of many. <laughs> if if this video or podcast gets uh, what was a hundred hundred thousand likes, I'll, oh, I'll join hundred thousand for a second where? episode where? on YouTube, <laughs> on Instagram. Let's make it a million. Spotify. <laughs> okay, well, let's start off with saying that every wedding is very different, different budget, different situations, and how many guests you might be thinking of inviting. So you just have to think about what's really important to you, right? So what would you say were the big things that were important to us? I felt it was the people that we knew. So it wasn't it wasn't necessarily about all our parents' friends, mm. um, mm-hmm. the the traditions that they always wanted. So uh, we we did actually have some form of it, so we did some tweaks towards it. So we did try to cater for them, mm-hmm. but we didn't entirely follow everything for it. But I'd say the bottom line is yes, having having the people there that we wanted um, in a room where we can share our special night mm. was probably the most important thing. Yeah, and I think to add to that, it's about the experience that we wanted to create, mm-hmm. not only for ourselves, but all the guests, like our family, our friends, all the people who've supported us during our relationship since the very beginning and also just making it memorable for them because Mm -hmm. with weddings, it's typically about the bride and groom, which it is. But at the end of the day, we're all having a huge party celebrating together. Yeah. So that experience was important to us. It's an experience. Yes, I agree. And uh, when the magician gave me a call, uh, one of his questions was along those lines, what are you looking at? What are you expecting mm. out of this? Um, and my answer to that was, now, if all of a sudden the photographer lost all the pictures and the videographers lost every single piece of video, everything, I-, I just wanted this to be memorable. Like yeah. uh, 10 years, 20, 50 years down the line, uh, you'd be able to recall exactly what happened. And mm-hmm. I, I think we we got, we pretty much nailed it. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bit biased though. The next thing is having some of those cultural traditions. Mm-hmm. I think that was really important to me. And I guess you kind of agreed with that as well. In the beginning, the cultural traditions, just having a part of the day. So we had that tea ceremony in the morning which was for our parents, but also for us and having the memories to do with that because we actually don't really know much about the traditions Mm -hmm. and what it involved. So we wanted to be dressed up like in traditional clothing. We wanted to have the experience of that. And then the night was more of a party, which we were in charge of. So I think that was also important. It wasn't a huge part of the day, but just having to experience that for ourselves. I think it was huge to a part of the family. Mm. So a lot of the parents and the traditions that they carry, uh, they they valued that tea ceremony in the morning a lot more than Mm. um, most of us did. So I think that what we did with our wedding, we we tried to strike that balance between uh, satisfying them. So Mm. we we carried on with that uh, tea ceremony and... I think we we we've pretty much followed everything that we could to the best of our knowledge for it, um, and yes, that night I believe even the parents loved it. 
well, not just the parents, everyone did. <laughs> I should correct myself. Yeah. yeah, I think what you were saying about the parents, as in, of course, we did do some of our planning for the parents because they are a huge part of our lives mm-hmm. and they are important to us. But depending on the relationship, depending on how much involvement they wanted, yeah, every wedding could look different. But our parents definitely wanted the they, Asian aspect. <laughs> oh, they wanted more of it, trust me. Yeah. Uh, we we thought that this was a fine point and this is where we wanted it. Um, so so we stuck it at that point. Uh, and even to our kids, I'd, I'd still like to pass on some tradition to them as well. Um, of course, they're going to have their own point of accepting that tradition uh, and it may be a little bit lower than ours mm-hmm. i'm not too sure and only the future will tell us but uh yes um it's just what we're comfortable with mm-hmm. and what you're comfortable with yeah yeah another important part that was a non-negotiable for me was the fact that i wanted vegetarian food <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know i'm vegan and he's vegetarian. So I definitely wanted to be serving vegetarian food at least at least at the reception because mm-hmm. we we're paying the big bucks <laughs> for all that food and I didn't want to be serving people food that I wouldn't eat myself. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a lot of back and forth with parents about that, a lot of comments, a lot of questions about why we decided to do that. <laughs> But I think for me, ethically, morally, it was just the right decision. Yeah. Um, and I know my my family are not, they're not vegetarian. My my parents actually did feel that they wanted to serve meat to uh to to their friends because yeah. for them a, a good wedding was good food. Good seafood. Good seafood, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Yes, that's that's probably more correct. More c- good seafood because good vegetarian food doesn't cut it apparently. Yeah. For for impressing their friends. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, we we settled on all vegetarian, and the moment my mum found out, it was, <laughs> she was a, bit, a bit disappointed. Let's just say that. <laughs> yes. Um, she she really wanted to impress her friends with her final kids wedding in australia so um my sister got married in fiji so not many of her friends could come and my brother got married in vietnam so again not many of her friends could come (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah that is a big aspect but i think with our wedding we we decided on those main points on what was really important Mm -hmm. to us and then the rest of that was kind of like oh we can compromise on the other parts All right, so now I've listed out 11 things, just dot points. Um, Yeah, so I've listed out 11 things that we didn't follow or we didn't include in our wedding at all. So following on from our important parts, right, or things that were more important to us, we then decided to not do these things or change them completely. So how about we just share our thoughts on each one? Like, and why we decided to change it. Let's go for it. Okay. The first thing is choosing our bridesmaids and groomsmen's, our bridal party. We decided not to have any of those gift boxes, you know, as in like I asked someone to be my maid of honor or my bridesmaid and you send them a box of gifts. 
mm-hmm. and you ask, will you be my bridesmaid? I didn't do any of that. We both didn't do any of that. <laughs> oh, mine was just a message. <laughs> mine was a message and a phone call. <laughs> yeah, so we just decided to do something simple um, and I'm sure the other the other end reciprocated as well. They They just completely understood. Yeah, I think yeah. we just knew the people very well obviously we we chose them specifically but they're not the type of people to want unnecessary things when i was planning out who would be the bridesmaid or how many i would have i was thinking what if i have a gift box because it looks really pretty and it's nice for photos or whatever but at the end of the day i thought none of this stuff in this box is actually anything they would want mhm like if I give them a candle, if I give them a silk robe or like fancy PJs or something, they don't want that stuff. Yeah, and it comes down to knowing the person. Um, and also the people would be very in tune and similar to us as well. Mm. Um, yeah, so definitely. We would always would automatically know, what would I do with these PJs? Like, I mean, it would be nice because I was thinking, or oh, maybe I want one too, but... I don't need extra PJs. Yes. And they wouldn't as well. I mean, they would appreciate it, but they wouldn't be thinking, wow, this is amazing. I needed this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, I'd rather just do something for them. So mm-hmm. it could be take them out on a special dinner or so with just them rather than just giving them a gift that they may not want or mm-hmm. want to keep. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Coming back to the idea of knowing the person, knowing the people. And they rather experiences and a more sentimental dinner or a conversation rather than a gift. Yes, that's the first one. Wait, one down. (laughs) The next one is a fancy engagement shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are your thoughts? The engagement shoot was, I I just took my everyday clothes. (laughs) we, We just wanted something that was... Well, normal. Us wearing our normal clothes, not buying anything extra just for the shoot. I mean, we did. We bought we bought clear umbrellas. (laughs) Yes, they're still sitting there. (laughs) They are because it was forecasted to be rainy and it was really cloudy. Mm -hmm. But fortunately, it didn't rain. So we did buy something, but it wasn't like me buying fancy heels or getting my hair and makeup done. I literally did my own hair and makeup at home and then we just drove down to the botanic gardens Mm -hmm. and then we had our photo shoot so it was more casual we didn't have to do anything fancy we didn't have to get super dressed up we just wanted kind of more ordinary photos Mm -hmm. of us in the everyday yeah it wasn't anything fancy it was it was what we would normally do and what we would normally wear maybe a bit more dressed up than usual but like it signified our simplicity Yeah. yeah yeah i love that The next thing is having a registry wedding ceremony. So instead of having a celebrant at our civil ceremony, which we didn't actually even have, I didn't even add that there. We didn't have a civil ceremony. (laughs) So we decided not to have a celebrant as well. So we just had a simple ceremony at the registry in the city. Yes. So we didn't actually have a civil ceremony. We had a registry wedding. Uh, So we went to the city and... Uh, and, and we just signed mm-hmm. the papers basically and took yeah. some photos. Very simple. 
Just basically our family. That's it. Yes. Family, uh, yeah, not even a close friend. Yeah, just... Just strictly family. And not they, even everybody. Yeah, they had a limited number of people. So mm. that's that's why we just decided we'll stick with family. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but we were thinking about having, well, another option was to have our tea ceremony and then our civil ceremony and then our reception on the same day, mm-hmm. which would have been crazy. Yes. So we just decided not to do that at all. Yes. And even my parents were... Uh, they were also asking because they're they're a little bit more price conscious than a lot of people are. Um, Typical Asian parent. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they uh, they said that there was a uh, a celebrant down the road, really cheap. Uh, <laughs> and when when you hear down the road and very cheap, like <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> straight away? Um, I get alarm bells sometimes, but it's it's coming from my parents, so um, it's a little bit more trustworthy, but. Uh, yeah, they they had their own ideals in this too, mm-hmm. rather than what we thought. So yeah, they they had some form of input, but yeah, we I felt like we went our own way for this one. Mm-hmm. Another thing we didn't do was guest favors. Yeah, do you know what they are? No, because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do it. <laughs> so you know, on the tables at the wedding, they would have each guest would have a gift. Mm-hmm. to take home or to enjoy that's the favors yeah we didn't do that couldn't the favors be the memories <laughs> <laughs> yeah well along the same lines of in the beginning mm-hmm. we didn't want to just have pointless gifts yes and we didn't want to give food or desserts because there's going to be dessert at the reception yeah and there was nothing that stood out <laughs> yes, and and the things that people would want to take are just ludicrously expensive. Like, yeah, sure, if they're giving me a Lamborghini, I'll take it. You know, on the um, table, okay. on the table, yes. Um, so a chocolate Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I agree. Like it was the same thing we came up with. Like, what do you do with this this little bowl or something that you're you're getting with our initials on it? Yeah, yeah, or a cookie that you can enjoy, mm-hmm. but you'll be too full from. Our dinner. Yeah. No, we get toothpaste branded um, oh. with, with our names on it. Yeah. That's useful. That's practical. <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? Hey. We should cover it, make it all pretty. Then, yeah. <laughs> Another thing was uh, we didn't have a registry for gifts. I know this is typical for Western weddings or people of like a Western background. They might have a registry where they have a list of things that they might want and we didn't want that. <laughs> yeah, because cold hard cash here, mate. That's what we wanted. <laughs> we wanted the red pockets. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, we we live in a very limited space, and if we if we're putting up items that we wanted, mm. um, they they're a either going to cost too much because oh, yes. we need one thing that does five functions that <laughs> yeah. fit in our space, so. Yeah, the, the cost is either going to be very expensive and we don't want anyone just buying that for our wedding. It wasn't something that we were looking at. Yeah, know. not at all. Yeah. I had questions about this from other teachers at school, from non-Asian teachers, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> but, yeah, we decided not to do that because there's nothing that we need. We have everything that we need. Mm-hmm. And if not, then we can just buy it ourselves. And the traditional Asian thing is cash. Yes. Which Red pockets, we, Which we yeah. preferred, easy to take home. <laughs> 
Okay, another thing that we did a bit differently was our clothing for the night. Yes. Do you remember anything about that? <laughs> of course I remember. Yes, so most people would be buying clothes for them on their own wedding day and clothes. What do you mean? Uh, for themselves, of course. Like you'd buy your own wedding dress and then you'd buy the bridesmaids' dresses. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd buy my suit with the groomsmen suits. We're cheap, so we didn't do that. No, we're not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was just more yeah. practical. And I, I wanted it not to be all matchy-matchy. Like everyone had the exact same dress and the same color, same cut and everything. So we had a bit mismatching and that also allowed them to pick a suit that they already had or they could pick one that they liked better. Yes. And also some if they liked it a little bit better, they'd be able to wear it out as well and not just at our wedding. Yeah. Uh, Coming from a more sustainable standpoint, we didn't want everybody just buying an expensive dress, wearing it once. And that's it because it's so unique to like this style of the wedding or very different style to what they would normally wear. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why we didn't have dress code for it. Um, mm. As long as yeah. it was wedding etiquette, we were okay yeah. with that. Yeah, um, we didn't have to have a particular color. We didn't want like long dresses, short dresses or anything like that. It was just wear what you already have. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't have anything, then you can go buy something new. Yes. Yeah. So uh, my dress didn't cost very much at all. I didn't go to any bridal boutiques. I literally bought one online and then I got it altered and that was that. Mine was very simple. I uh paid the I paid the Vietnamese some uh hard earned money uh to, to tailor make a suit for me years ago. <laughs> yeah. So I reused it. So. And luckily you still fit it. Yes. Uh, what do you mean luckily? <laughs> Relationship wait. I work know? up. I work out all the time. <laughs> yeah, so I think you just shopped your own wardrobe mm-hmm. and I bought a much more affordable dress. Yeah. And everybody else had no dress code. Bridal party just wore something that that was within the theme, but they chose their own. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was different. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't want the bridesmaids and groomsmen to be completely out of order. So there yeah. was some order there. Yeah, yeah. But it was looser than most other weddings Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i like that i like the way it turned out and yeah if if you're watching on youtube i will insert some photos on the screen so if you want to head over to youtube if you're on something else just check out the photos then yeah it'll be on there the next thing is more of i guess like more something that i could potentially do which was about like my skincare and stuff like that because some people, well, a lot of people, before their own wedding, they'll get a spray tan, they'll go get a facial, all those things, like fancy things. I mean, I did get my nails done and I booked hair and makeup and all that, but I didn't go beyond that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a facial. I didn't get a spray tan. Like it was much more simple. Yes. Um, Saves a so bit of money there. There's some prep work there. Um, hey, for guys, we had to do the hard, long thinking of, crap, I have to cut my hair. So, <laughs> of course, we had to cut the hair, our hairs, um, a couple of days before the wedding. Not And you shaved. Not on the wedding. Yes, and I shaved. <laughs> it was tough work. That was hard, yeah. Brand new blades here, okay? No <laughs> secondhand change, stuff. Just change the blades in the <laughs> Yeah, so there was, um, yeah, so going back to what you were saying, yeah, we, 
it was very sustainable in a way. Like you, I didn't buy anything that was extra. Van didn't either. No spray tan. Van Ann, oh, she's she's Van here. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no spray tans or facials and nothing. Um, it did cross my mind, but I didn't think I needed it. And it's just because it's not something that I typically do. Mm-hmm. And for the wedding, I wanted to kind of feel myself and be like myself. I didn't want to be like accidentally three shades darker, <laughs> which would be a horrible, horrible accident. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it was just yeah, being ourselves. Yeah, an enhanced version of ourselves <laughs> mm-hmm. in a that nice, we don't normally see. In a nice suit, in yeah. a nice dress. Yeah. That's it. And my hair and makeup's done. And your nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another thing that we didn't follow suit with a lot of people, and we had some comments about this on the day actually, was yeah. about having a wedding car. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> okay, so... Um, well, before I start, actually, on Instagram, if you were around during that time, I was sharing on my stories about typical wedding cars that people have. And especially for us who, like for our weddings, weddings, <laughs> for our wedding, we had more like rustic garden theme. So some of the cars that people normally have, like the, these old traditional like cars, old historic cars, whatever they're called. Rolls Royce? No, not the Rolls. <laughs> Well, these old, like, fancy cars, and I asked the people watching my stories, what car do you think we got? (laughs) (laughs) And it was really interesting to see the reactions. But, yeah, you can reveal what car we got. So we went for the grand, luxury, brand new, but rented, um, (laughs) Toyota Kluger Hybrid. (laughs) It was out of convenience and also we wanted to try it out. We wanted to try the hybrid. So we are not fancy people over here. We are simple. (laughs) So instead of the fancy old cars that people get and rent for, I don't know how much money a day. And a chauffeur for it. And a chauffeur. Wow. Yes. We just rented a Toyota Kluger. (laughs) And drove it ourselves. And drove it ourselves. Yeah, we wanted to feel yeah. the car. Hey, we, was there was a lot of space in there, okay? Yeah. It was perfect for carrying mm-hmm. all the trays that we needed for the tea ceremony. Mm-hmm. So it was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't even get driven to our own wedding. We drove ourselves. Yeah, we are we independent mm-hmm. people here. Yeah. <laughs> this is a less controversial part. This is the photo booth that we didn't have. <laughs> yeah. So we actually did look into the photo booth. We did. Um, but it wasn't until we went to a, another wedding, one of your friends, um, where we we saw their idea and thought, you know what, that's actually pretty good. Why don't we do that? Yeah. So um, we it didn't go according to plan, but the thought was there. <laughs> yes, the plan was in action. The execution just didn't take place as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was basically um, Polaroid photos mm. and having that printed out instantly and sticking it into a book and writing your stuff down. Yeah. And we also had a separate printer there. That, yeah, um, which also failed in the execution. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, things didn't go completely right in our wedding, but it's fine. Everyone had a good time and we did get some photos. So in the all end, that matters. In the end, I think it did work out actually. So uh, at the beginning, 
we thought everyone was going to take pictures of the Polaroids, but that didn't actually really happen. So later throughout the night, it, it, I felt that it did actually start picking up traction. Mm. So people were actually using it. Um, so that, that's why we ended up with a few photos that we, we were like, Oh, people actually wrote in this. I completely forgot about it. (laughs) Yeah. Actually. Um, so I think it did go well. Uh, yeah. just not as well as what we intended yeah but and i yeah. think with the photo booth we actually did look through all the options but we then decided that who's going to use this <laughs> they're gonna be having such an amazing time they wouldn't even need the photo booth <laughs> <laughs> i actually did have some friends who when we asked for some photos they said they didn't have any because they didn't even think to take photos like it was that good a night Yes. <laughs> not bragging, not bragging, but you didn't need a camera, you didn't yeah. need a photo. It was a good night. And that's what we wanted. Yeah. We wanted people just to be present and interact with each other to mingle, not just like each of our groups separate, like our family and then your friends and then my friends, you know, some of them overlapped. So mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah. So we didn't need a photo booth. Yes. Didn't. That would have also been nice, but it's okay. We didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it would have helped with the flow, but mm, it's not yeah. necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And we touched on this in the beginning about the guest list. Yes. And how the expectation was that we invited certain people, like our parents, friends. We did invite some, mm-hmm. just not the whole list that they wanted. We also didn't invite some other people that typically would be invited in an Asian wedding. Yes. It's Your siblings, my in-laws. siblings, in-laws. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, I believe it was like a, a typical Asian wedding would what easily be four, 500 easily mm. because they just invite everyone, their neighbor, their dogs, everything, you know, <laughs> um, to a wedding whereas we were a little bit more selective of who we wanted there so um we we did want our parents to have some of their friends there as well um Mm. it it just doesn't make any sense for them especially family friends we invited them yeah it doesn't make sense for them to just sit there and i don't have anyone to talk to yeah Uh, so of course it's okay to to have friends there but Mm. if it's a friend they haven't talked to in 20 years and they just wanted to impress yes then (laughs) Come on, you but gotta no. think about this a little bit more. Yeah, I think uh, what we what we thought about was we didn't want to have people at our wedding where we looked back at photos and we're like, who's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was some of that. Yes. Yeah. We didn't have a huge guest list. We had like 130. 130. Yeah. On the night. Yep, on the night. The morning was a bit different. Yes. But some people weren't invited to the evening. The evening was very curated by us Mm -hmm. so that everybody who was there had a good time and would actually participate in the celebration, you know, because we're there for a party and not just sit back and be like, oh, okay, good for you guys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, the last thing that we didn't do was go on our honeymoon straight away. Okay, so I don't know why a lot of people think the moment you have a wedding you have to have a honeymoon straight away. Yeah. Um, Even a lot of people, when I went back to school after, they were like, what? Aren't you going on a honeymoon now? <laughs> yes. Um, even when I took leave from work, I took one week off. I just wanted a couple of days before the wedding and a couple of days after the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and people said, what? You're not going on a honeymoon? Well, 
No, not, <laughs> yeah. not yet. Not yet. Um, we, we wanted a break. Yeah. we want- The wedding was a huge process in itself, like the whole planning part and then the actual day that we had to, like, you know, be on our feet, like, from super early in the morning until late at night. So we wanted a few days after, but we definitely didn't want to go on a holiday straight away. Yes, and it's also the planning of the honeymoon as well. So imagine planning a wedding and a honeymoon at the same time. Oh, my time. gosh. So uh, we just didn't want to, we just didn't want to deal with that headache there. So we thought, okay, we'll do the wedding first and run at our own pace mm. Is that uh, is, yeah. was the idea behind it. We'll do the wedding first. After the wedding, then we can plan the honeymoon. Yeah. Um, granted, uh, it was actually it did work out better for us to actually have the honeymoon later because, mm. and I, the I timing, to, the timing of everything, yes. And I had to bring it back, but cost as well. So mm. it it did actually coincide with um, coming mm. towards December. Everyone taking time off. Yeah. Everyone going on holidays, um, yeah. and it was also a busy period that we just wanted to avoid as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we took a break from that and had our honeymoon a little bit later. Yeah. Um, at the time where we felt was right when we wanted to go. Yeah. I think you ended that on a really good note. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope this episode gets you thinking about how you can do things differently. You don't have to blindly follow the cultural pressures or societal expectations and do what everybody else is doing, but you can do things at your own pace. You can select and choose what is right for you and for your family or your situation so that it's less stressful Mm -hmm. and more cost-effective. Yes. (laughs) Work at your own pace. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you know what I normally say at the end of my podcast? No, I do not because I don't listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) But I support you. (laughs) Thank you. But I say, remember that you're a human being not a human doing. What do you think about that? Some people are human doings, unfortunately. Um, we just want to be present here. But we all... Not just keep working and working and stressing out over wedding planning, right? Yes, but we'll all strive to become human beings. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> chat to you the next episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It would mean so much to me if you were to follow the podcast on Spotify and give it a five-star rating. To do this, search the Slowdown Time podcast on the Spotify app and it should be right under the description. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we need a computer chip. Still seems crooked. And line on the table though. Doesn't look straight. Yeah, actually, it's worse because it's not folded. The iron. No, I cares. No, no, Matt. No, no table cover it is. Okay, well, let me see how I look. <laughs> how do I look? You look good. Okay. I forgot my tea. Mm. <laughs> Break. <laughs> Don't eat anything that moves. You're going to edit that out, aren't I you? <laughs> Can you turn the light on? The sun's disappearing. <laughs> Okay, did it make a difference? The evening was very selected. What was what, the the? <laughs>